0: This is the Epilogue audio
1: experience. A quick disclaimer for our podcast, the SOS show: points discussed in this podcast should not be relied upon as conclusive medical advice in any case. The host shall not be a substitute for proper medical professional. You must seek professional help in case of any requirement. Thank you. What is self-love? Is it possible to practice self love in today's competitive culture? How do we inculcate self love in children? And how do we inculcate self love in the corporate culture? Listen more in today's podcast episode of the SOS Show with me, Suchita. Our guest for today is Riddhi Doshe Patel. Riddhi is a qualified child psychologist, three times TEDx speaker, and advisor to 16 TED Ed clubs. She is the recipient of multiple awards, including the National Award and Young Entrepreneur Award. And she is the founder of Laja L-A-J-A, which is India's first forum for women that focuses on women's development, growth and self-motivation. Hi, Riddhi. Welcome to our podcast, The SOS Show. And uh, thank you for joining in. Thank you so much, Sachita. Rithi, you're a child psychologist and you're a TEDx speaker and you're okay. also a dance therapist. We just spoke about it uh, a while yes. ago and that's that's yes. lovely. We'll talk about the dance ther- therapy bit in detail uh, later. But uh, Rithi, tell me this time mm. on Valentine's Day, and you also mentioned that, that everyone was talking about self-love. And I think this is the first time they're saying first love yourself before you... You know, look at somebody else, almost like the the airline instructions that we are given. Put the seatbelt first in case of emergency and then look yes. at someone else. Yes. So, yes. So so, tell me, Rudi, self-love, when we're talking about self-love, I don't think for a while our culture has ever told us about first love yourself. Like it has not been underlined to us. Like, even if we see in our families, we see that, you know, our mothers are dedicated to the family, the parents, the father takes care of the kids for kids first. So they we do not understand what is self-love. So really tell me, how would you basically put self-love as?
0: Such a wonderful question, suchita And uh, even before I define or I explain what self-love is, just a small thing to all the listeners. A simple hug, you know, you spread your arms and give a tight hug to yourself. What happens when you give a hug to yourself? You first experience that. When you experience that, you will understand that it's all about accepting yourself. When you hug yourself, there's a mind-body connect happening. You are telling yourself that, hey, you are important. You are accepted. I acknowledge you. I accept you and I love you. How beautiful this is when we say that love yourself first, even before you love others because somewhere when you love yourself you accept your emotions you accept your flaws and when you accept your flaws you are able to work on yourself much better um, in a very systematic and process oriented way when you say i don't love yourself your esteem, i love uh, when you say you don't i don't love myself is where your esteem is low you don't find yourself worth enough to be there and connect with people, talk to people, talk the best about you and show the best version of of you, right? And when you even hug yourself and you say, okay, I love you, um, it's kind of very motivating. It's kind of a very positive choice that you have made in your life. So unlike all the times when people come and say, hey, I love you or hey, you are so pretty, it is all about external validation, how about loving yourself and saying that, hey, you are beautiful, you are handsome, you are somebody whom I really appreciate? They'll say, How about doing that yeah. then
1: rather than going out and seeking that validation? Absolutely, and this is such a lovely practice to actually do it every day. Hug yourself. I'm Absolutely. not, I'm not, I've not heard of that, but I think, I think I'm going to definitely, definitely give it a shot. Do you see, Riddhi, in in terms so, Chisa, of so it's, it's
0: it's a very yeah. brilliant activity in fact yeah. and as I mentioned before uh, yeah. it's, it's a part yeah. of uh, dance movement therapy for which I practice mm. either mm. Uh, I, I'm working with children I'm working with parents I'm working with corporates for mental wellness programs this is something which I always tell them to do because mm. it's such a sure short uh, option and mm. easiest way to let yourself know that okay hey I love you
1: yeah yeah I think I think it's beautiful I'm definitely going to do that right away after the podcast. But, but, but tell me, Redi, you, because you're a psychologist, hmm. when we hug ourselves, for example, or, you know, when we say that I'm a priority to my own self every day, and then I accept my flaws and I accept the way I am, what is it that it's psychologically changing within ourselves?
0: psychologically what happens is that when you start loving yourself you are putting your physical your emotional and your mental well-being first okay um it's the way you tell yourself that okay you are important and when you start understanding that that self love is important or you start loving yourself you try and understand what's what are your strengths okay Usually, we have to undergo a lot of trainings to understand what our strengths are. But when you start loving yourself, you'll understand what your strengths are. And accordingly, you will try and highlight or you will get into any initiative, which is, um, you know, your, your strengths are associated with those initiatives. Say it be a business, say it be uh, a job, um, say it be talking about it, anything and everything. When you are loving yourself, it's kind of self worth is directly associated with loving yourself. Also, um, when you say that I love my own self, um, you have a sense of confidence within okay and being confident it certainly leads to more happiness and joy as i mentioned just five minutes back that just try it out give a tight hug to yourself and what happens within it's something which everybody needs to experience you feel more happier you feel more connected with yourself um you don't wait for external validation so some something somewhere inside tells you that hey I love you. I'm there for you. So anything goes wrong, you can dip, dive within and try to have a solution. Now, why this happens? Um, in normal appearance, if you say that when you if you take a glass uh, of water, right, and if there is the glass is half filled, all right, if you have to have the water overflow, you have to fill that half first and then it overflows. So if you don't love yourself, if you're not satisfied within, if you're not happy within, if you don't have love within, how can you say that I love other people? How can you say I care for other people? How can you say that I can satisfy other people? No, you cannot because it's not there within. The cup has to be full before you reach out to people, you spread that happiness, that love, that care. So it's very important that you love yourself first. And that is very important because... That will help you to feel love for others. And then that, that will be very easy to express. If I don't love myself, I might not go and tell somebody that, hey, not even to my child, not to my better half, not to my boyfriend or girlfriend, not to anybody, right? Not even to my friends. I wouldn't say that, hey, I love you. Because I don't feel, right? So that understanding that feeling is very important. And when I start loving myself, I wouldn't have fear within so whatever I want to express, I will be able to express. I'll be able to talk it out. And I'm much more relaxed. So when I'm relaxed and I'm very, I'm, and when I'm in urine now, things are very beautiful and very simple to manage. So that, I mean, it's very important that you love yourself.
1: Yes. Yes. But you, you just mentioned, Rudi that it gets you self-confidence, self-love, is also the ability where when you love yourself you can truly love somebody else as well but really in a competitive world that we are living in where we are constantly you know comparing ourselves to other people a culture that's been created how do you how do you propose for that culture to shift where we're not looking at competition, but something more healthy for ourselves and for others as well.
0: So Jita, while I say that self-love is important, but yes, in this competitive world, how would you talk about it? How would you tell yourself? Because everybody is pointing out to you. Everybody is there in the quest of putting you down, pulling you down. And everything is around, right? So how how about even before you move out of the house, how about telling yourself that, hey, you are important. Now, why, how does it have, or work, right? If you don't love yourself, as simple as that, if you don't love yourself, um, there's a lack of esteem. There is a lack of worth um, and which can be manifested in scarcity way. In relation to your relationships, in, in connection to your relationships, in connection to your finances, in, collection, in connection to you understanding all the flaws in yourself and just pinpointing within you only the same thing. Why I'm saying this, that while the world is there to pinpoint, you know, constantly about your behavior, your looks, your body image, um, your uh, performance, everything. How about you taking a control of your life? You taking the charge of your life and just observing the best in you, and trying to work on you. Now, is it so easy? No, it is not. Imagine when you stand in front of the mirror, the first thing you will say, "Hey, I got that hair. This is white. Oh my God, my skin is going a little saggy. God, my I mean, this is I'm getting that pigmentation." Do we ever say that, "Hey, you're looking so beautiful, man, that dimple is so sexy? Do you ever tell yourself right? We never look at our stomachs stomach um our our fingers, our nails, our legs, our knees. We don't appreciate we don't praise that.
1: ourselves mm.
0: yeah, right, so just every Sunday to Sunday, maybe when you go for bath. Just look at yourself in mirror. Probably you can put on a music, rub your palms and start touching your body with your palms and experience that sense of energy within. uh, That's a rush of energy within and you'll feel really good. And then you start work, then you face people, then you do public speaking, whatever you want to do. See the level of confidence you have. It's, It's magical. This is the reason I always say that, you know, love yourself while we're talking about that loving yourself is important, you know, it is it also helps you to work on your anxiety. Many a times we are upset, many a times we're anxious about things that is happening at the work front. We are stressed out. OK, so when you have a habit of telling yourself that I love you, when you have a habit of giving a tight hug to yourself, you will be able to eliminate those anxious moments or anxiety. Okay, you'll be able to reduce on your stress, and when you'll be able to reduce on your stress, you are more focused and you are able to solve the issues that's coming your way with calm mind and with no frustration around. So it is all about being in your and now, simple as that, to be in a layman's language. Loving yourself is all about being in here and now, not thinking about the future, not thinking about the past. You are just in the present. And when you are mentally and physically in the present, things are very easy to manage.
1: So self-love is basically your self-belief, your self-compassion and also being in the now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Tell me, Rudi, when we are talking about... Uh, now, because you are also a child psychologist. Yes. And children nowadays are not... are exposed to everything possible from the internet and they're aware more than anybody else about what is happening. And that sort of is shaping them as people and what they're going to be growing up and becoming, you know, so... When we're talking about uh, the child psychology, hmm. do you think that in today's world we are teaching them enough of self love? Unfortunately, no. Because,
0: as parents, being a child psychologist and been working in this space like since last 15 years, so I have observed that parents tend to talk about the child about the flaws of the child in front of the child itself, right? And in one way we say that, okay, love yourself, and one way you degrade the other person, it's where you are confusing the child. So you're not allowing the child to self-love, right? Now, while you saw that when the pandemic struck, okay <clears> there <throat> was the children were the first to accept the situation and adapt to the new online version but the parents were not able to do it why right because they never knew how to tackle situations okay they never knew that okay they can manage as well and that's somewhere with which was, which was never taught when they were young resilience resilience was not something uh, which was ever instilled in a person. So only 10 to 12% of the parents could manage this because those come from the privileged background. When I say privileged, it's not about finances and the education. Privilege here, I mean, is from the family where they were given non-judgmental space in terms of talking and listening. They were allowed to grow as the way they wanted. And there was all love, care and support Within that family, so those were the parents; those were the privileged ones who could manage during pandemic, and they could help their children also to adapt uh, adapt to the new situation that had uh, uh, you know that was in the country. But the eighty eight to ninety percent couldn't because they had never learned. Now, it is their fault? No, it is not their fault because in our society, children are not taught to be resilient. Children are kept at that pedestal where Bhagwanji ko bithaya jata hai. So we don't tell them that, okay, you are a part of the family. We don't involve them, but we often use the words, tum chote ho, tumhe nahi samajayega. So this is something which is not self-love. Involve your children as much as you can in your day-to-day life, albeit whatever you talk, talk age-appropriate. Whenever they come and talk to you about their problems, their mistakes, Don't judge them, accept them with the golden words, I understand. That is something which you as a parent can do it. And when you say, I understand, there's a sense of acceptance that you give to your child and your child understands that, okay, whatever will go wrong in my life, I have somebody who's going to support me, right? Respect your children as much as you expect the respect from your children. That is all about self-love. Allow your children to do mistakes. Allow your children to understand the responsibilities associated with any acts they do or any behavior they do. And last but not the least, even if you're sitting in a group of people and your child misbehaves, do not correct your child. That's not self-love because there you tag your child. You are a badmash bacha, you're a bad bacha, such a bad boy you are. How could you say this? These are some tags that you tend to give it to your children, knowingly or unknowingly. And the message that you put across to your children and the children, what they think in their mind is that, oh, my parents are the world to me and the world is going to tag me like this. It means I have to fight my battle. And when I have to fight my battle, I will misbehave to take care of myself. So that behavior will increase day by day, unlike that you want to kind of work on it. So it is important that you respect and golden words as I understand. And I want to talk to you. Allow the child to share. Why was that misbehavior done? Allow the child to understand. Give the child to have time to understand that if some behavior is not acceptable within the family structure, it is okay to go and say, sorry, but judging the child and not allowing the child to express and trying to correct the child constantly. It's not self-love. Hmm. Yeah. You are judgmental. You. Stop getting yeah. judgmental, but it's important that you accept and help the child to grow within that secure space and allow the child to fly not by judging, not by giving him limited freedom, but giving them freedom with associated exp- associated responsibility, which are explained by you to your child.
1: Hmm. Lovely. So basically accepting, giving space and being less judgmental towards your child will also enhance his or her self-love towards themselves. Absolutely. I think Absolutely. That. But I think this is such a beautiful, beautiful word, self-love. Uh, I think it's something that companies, organizations, entrepreneurs, leaders can often use uh, to create a culture uh, which is more compassionate and which also will in turn enhance productivity for the, for the organization or the company. What do you think? Absolutely. In fact, so Chita, I have been doing a lot of workshops uh, in regard mm. to self-love
0: and self-acceptance with corporates as well. Because somewhere when it comes to our country, um, we fail to understand. When the word self-loves also, you know, when you tend talking to it, um, the first thing that comes, you know, in front of you is like the, either the shrug or either they start rolling their eyes. Okay. So because we never taught about it. We feel that selfless is all um, westernized version uh, and not our culture. Okay, so because while we grew up, uh, somewhere our society has always taught us to be control your emotions, live a simple life, uh, pleasures and comforts are only for the people who have a lot of money, uh, self denial, uh, you know, yeah. I mean, this is something which we have always uh, been, uh, you know, brought up with. This is the societal um, uh, search currently, right? Uh, so I would say that that that's where we also start thinking that love, self-love is kind of a excessive way of showing, uh, you know, expressions or feelings and that it's kind of a very empty gesture kind of thing. So this is something which... Uh, we corporates uh, need to have it probably once a month is okay. Once a three month is also okay, right? Or maybe just a, um, just a voice not spreading across on all the fours and saying, hey, did you hug yourself today? That is also something which is very, uh, you know, lively. And um, it's kind of a gem. So you can have a music jam with a, um, a movement a little bit and then a hug. You end up with it and it's beautiful. It just mm. takes five minutes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And how can how can leaders or, you know, entrepreneurs or company organization heads be more aware about uh, creating this day to day activity in terms of infusing self-love in their uh, employees, a couple of things that they can be aware of in terms of behavior?
0: Right. So the day in a normal uh, company or a corporate Mm. starts with deadlines. Have you done yeah. this work? Have you done that work? So when you are pushing pushing office, people
1: around. Mm. Yes,
0: pushing people around. So when you enter the mm. office, the first mail that you read is this work is not done. This is not done. Yes, somebody comes to your uh, your cabin and says, "Okay, ye kaha hai?" Okay, how about that when you start your office time, say by eleven or ten, whatever this time is. Ten minutes. Nobody works in the initial first 10 minutes. People go talk to each other, shake and smile, uh, maybe give a hug to each other, maybe have a coffee together uh, and maybe just a little jamming on music is good to go. Maybe a little movement is good to go. It's a question of 10 minutes and why corporates only. I have been recommending this to schools as well. So school leaders and corporate leaders, both, if you can have just 10 minutes on in the beginning of the day, if you can have just 10 minutes for the mental wellness of your employees, you need not invest for big, big programs, talking about employee engagement and talking about employee wellness, because it's there in your culture. You are giving 10 minutes each day. Your employees are satisfied. Your employees are happy. Your employees are connected. And how about uh, all the leaders maybe having, um, uh, you know, a coffee with uh, current kind of thing and coffee with you as a leader, maybe once a week and touch upon every employees like this. Give them space to talk about their concerns. Give them space to talk about and appreciate each other. Because when we have that coffee meets one to one happening, what we do is we talk about the targets. How about starting the talk also with appreciation about something that we appreciate in that particular um, employee and see how beautiful the performance goes. It's just about mindset shift rather than cultural shift uh, or rather than. involving huge uh, budgets and time in working on mental wellness of people it's just about simple things every 10 minutes to start the day with
1: Mm, yeah totally and uh, you were mentioning about dance therapy that uh, you are into so of course dance therapy is something that creates more Self-awareness. Dance is something that creates that if we, uh, you know, if we are regularly sort of practicing it. So what is the psychology behind that?
0: Okay. So dance therapy and dance movement therapy are two different things. Hmm. I practice dance movement. Hmm. What is dance movement that helps you to, or that allows you to express let go all those bottled up emotions that you have within okay so just imagine a simple exercise if you can do it every day suchitan and just try it once and see how you feel so if, if have you ever seen um animal a dog a donkey uh, while knocked down by uh, by a uh, you know any vehicle on the road right or children throwing um, mitti on them Right. What they do is do they sit and uh, must be there? No. What they do is they get up, they shake their body and they move on. Now, this is something it's so easy, but this is exactly what movement talks about. Movement is all about starting your day with maybe a shake, maybe a body shake that allows you to let go things that you've been holding on for, um, you know, ages, it's all about self-love. So movement helps you to let go the emotions that is completely in you, you have been holding on, knowingly or unknowingly. So that's even, it, and it is little, um, uh, you know, different from um, dance movement because here you, you have more, uh, you know, it, it it has more muscular, your strength-wise, you have a lot of coordination that happens within, Okay you are able to promote within that self-awareness. You are able to promote your worth within and you are giving a very safe space to your own expressions which you were probably not able to uh, talk about or share to anybody. So movement is something which is very magical. I I think each and every uh, human being, needs to have um some way or the others some way of expressing through movements imagine even if you have no idea what what is movement just a body shake like each body part put on a music and start shaking your body you are you will feel so light you will feel that you are very much there and that's where you allow yourself to be you know let you allow your emotions to let go Or the emotions that we're not able to just easily go off from you, you're able to let it go through the movements that you are doing it. So it's it's very beautiful therapy, and uh, I I strongly recommend this.
1: Hmm. So basically, anyone can do this. Like put on put on some nice music and shake your body, and then see. That is the
0: easiest
1: way to do the quickest thing that you can actually do in the dance movement
0: therapy. Yes. Yes, yes, absolutely. And And, if we want... uh, And and imagine that uh, you are just shaking your body or, um, you know, you just imagine that uh, maybe initially I would always advise that have a therapist who has the knowledge um, Mm -hmm. so that the person can help you. But the easiest and something which... Even before you uh, reach out to a therapist, is shake yeah. off your shake body or touch mm. yourself and see ha- mm. what happens within, and mm. then do approach a therapist, a counselor, and
1: seek help. Mm. Right, and where can we find more about this dance movement therapy?
0: Okay, so dance movement uh, you will get to see on Google. Um, Kolkata Somved has been practicing. That's where we had done. So I'm qualified from Tara School of Social Sciences. They have registered courses. But before that also, I had learned expressive arts and movement therapy uh, long back, um, I think way back in 2007 or 8, where I was in Chennai. And there is a a, a lady who... generations se rahe they might not be qualified but they are psychologists and they have been teaching all this so I had learned long and that's where I wanted to understand how does movement work on your emotions so from psychology to movement has been a beautiful journey for me and just google dance movement therapy and you'll get to know a lot and lot of things about it
1: all right great great thank you so much Radee that was such an enlightening uh uh, conversation and I think uh, especially uh, the, the ones which I think the listeners should not forget is to start with, hug yourself. Begin your day absolutely, with that.
0: Absolutely.
1: absolutely. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much, Trudeen. It was such a pleasure. Thank you, Sucheta. It was a pleasure being here. Thank you. Okay, guys, for me, some of the great takeaways has been that one, hug yourself daily saying that you accept yourself the way you are with all your flaws, with all your emotions. Second, Parents should stop judging their kids. That's the beginning of inculcating self-love for them. And third, for the corporate culture, stop pushing people around and keep the 10 minutes morning for them specifically to mingle with each other and also to connect to begin the day with. That's it, folks. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. You can follow us on our Instagram page, the SOS Show Pod, and you can find me on LinkedIn.